Essentially, I got this deal because a realtor couldn't sell this house on the market. So the question was, if an experienced and licensed real estate agent couldn't sell this house, how was I, as a brand new real estate investor, supposed to sell it? Welcome to the Mastering Real Estate Podcast. This podcast is for real estate investors and professionals looking to take their real estate game to the next level. On Tuesdays, I analyze the industry's leading real estate books and break down the main lessons that you can apply to your life and business. Then on Thursdays, I review the lessons I have learned from flipping over 100 houses and being a full-time real estate investor since 2018. Stay tuned each week so that we can all become masters of real estate together. Welcome back to episode eight of the podcast. A lot of people in this industry only talk about their successes and wins, but not me. My lessons learned have been hard earned and I wanna share them so that hopefully you can avoid some of the mistakes that I made along the way as I learned to become a professional real estate investor. Today, we are talking about project number four. Before we get into it, I'm your host, Maura McGraw. I've been a full-time real estate investor since 2018. I've managed over 100 flips, founded and grown a real estate investment firm and property management company, and I live and work in the industry every day. My fourth project was another light cosmetic flip at 208 Meadowdale Avenue in Birmingham, Alabama back in 2019. We found this property through a local wholesaler because the owner and his realtor were having trouble selling the house on the market at the time. So the big question was, if a licensed and experienced realtor couldn't sell the house, How was I going to sell it? Before we get deeper into the lessons learned from this project, I wanna review some of the basic property details. This was a very light cosmetic rehab in Birmingham, Alabama. We were able to purchase the property at a discount for $62,000, conduct quick renovations for $2,200 and were able to sell the completed flip less than two months later for $80,000 to an out-of-state buy-and-hold investor, making roughly $13,000 in profit. Okay, back to the story. Looking back, it seems like luck was on my side for a few deals after a really rough first project. Obviously, I was hustling my ass off, but I did get lucky in that some local wholesalers brought me some solid deals as I was beginning my career as a flipper and an investor. The situation with this house is that it was not selling on the market. There was nothing wrong with the house. It was just a little small for most home buyers. It was only 750 square feet. However, when I walked through the house, I immediately knew that it could be a solid rental property. Truthfully, I wanted to keep it as a rental property for myself, but I still needed to make a little more money before I could afford my first rental. So I had to figure out if I could sell this thing. And in the back of my mind, I was fairly confident that I could. I was well connected with a couple turnkey rental companies. So I created a pro forma and sent the deal to them to see if they might have any buyers. And indeed they did. So I got the house under contract, closed quickly and got to work on the flip. I hesitate to even call this a flip because the work we did was so minor. We pressure washed the exterior, installed granite in the kitchen, did some minor paint work, and gave the house a good clean. 
That was it. It honestly took less than a week to complete. This project and the last one I discussed in episode six both showed me the value of doing quick flips. In real estate, your money can often be tied up for months or even years at a time while you're doing a project. So finding these quick and easy projects is a great thing for the company's cash flow. Also, one advantage that I had coming into this business is that I came with a couple key connections in place, which included connections to a few turnkey investors groups. This allowed me to have the ability to relatively easily sell rental properties off market to other investors instead of selling them on the market. This was helpful in so many ways. Whenever I evaluated a property, I had the option to sell it on or off market. Over time, I knew exactly what the investor groups and other investors were looking for in their rental properties. So this made my flips very straightforward. Using this option of selling to other investors also gave me one less thing to worry about with all of my projects. I didn't have to worry too much about the sale. These turnkey groups had investor clients lined up a mile long waiting for properties, so they sold relatively quickly and easily. In many cases, I was able to get the properties under contract for sale even before the flip was completed. Being connected with these turnkey groups, specifically a great company called RP Capital, was a huge competitive advantage for me, especially early on. Looking back at this project at 208 Meadowdale, there are three main takeaways that can apply to most real estate investors. Number one is do quick projects, especially at the beginning. It's so nice to find a project that you can get in and out of quickly, and this will really help your company's bottom line. This would have been an ideal first project for me. Unfortunately, it came a little bit after my first project. The second key takeaway is to cultivate relationships with turnkey providers. There are tons of these groups throughout the U.S., and this will give you the option of selling your projects either on or off market, which is always helpful. It's always good to have many options when it comes to your investment properties. And number three is network like crazy especially at the beginning of your career. Looking back, it seems like I got lucky after my first project, but I know that I was hustling as much as I could during that first year to network with everyone that I could find in the industry. Good networking is what connected me to the wholesalers who brought me these deals, and it's what connected me to the end buyers. So networking is pretty damn important. A quick thanks to our show sponsor, Doradus Properties. We have a bunch of free investor resources, as well as all of our podcast show notes and an awesome masterclass about how to get started in investing in real estate on our website at doradusacademy.com. One very cool free tool that I recommend checking out is our property analysis tool. This is the actual spreadsheet tool that my team and I use to analyze deals and you can download it for free on our website. So go check it out at doradusacademy.com. Thanks so much for listening to this short and sweet episode. I hope that some of my lessons learned will help you in your real estate journey. Make sure to follow us on social and tune in next week to hear about how we acquire our first rental property. Yay. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. We are a new and growing podcast. So every rating review and share helps immensely. Also, make sure that you're following us on social media where you'll see a lot more behind the scenes content on a daily basis. See you every Tuesday and Thursday.